Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jody will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. My name is Jody Harrison Bauer, and I'm so happy to always have you join me here every single week where we educate, empower, entertain, and inspire you to live the most fearlessly authentic life. And, you know, I was talking to my sister today about living fearlessly authentic. And, um, you know, it's funny, she kind of called me out on it, and she's like, you know, Jody, she wasn't saying that like not everybody wants to live a fearlessly authentic life. She's like, but that's your jam. And I thought about it. Yeah, it is. And I, I feel like, you know, I had a guest on my show that talked about the frequency, that high frequency of living in your truth. And that's your highest vibration. That's your highest frequency. So my aim is to always just be myself because for the longest time, I always just wanted to fit in. And I realize now at the ancient age of 61 that um, I'm not always going to fit in. And I'm really, really okay with that. Uh, But the show was really created because I wanted for myself, my, my most authentic voice to be heard. So if you are a new listener today, welcome to the show. Hopefully you will be educated in some way, feel empowered by that education and um, be a little entertained with me and my guest, who's not here yet. Uh, My guest happens to be my oldest daughter, Alyssa, and hopefully she will join us soon. And um, I keep waiting for it. But in the meantime, we um, I thought it would be really fun to um, introduce one introduce one of my daughters. I have two, Alyssa, who's 33 and Alexis, who's 29. And to get some insight into what it was like uh, being my daughter, um, I think so many people don't realize that I was a bit of a disciplinarian because people who have met me later in life feel that I'm this free-spirited human. And I quite honestly don't regard myself as a free spirit at all. So it will be really interesting to hear from Alyssa. And if her sister Lexi is listening to the show right now, she's going to be rolling her eyes. Um, so a few of the things that I talk about is please um, go to where you listen to podcasts, whether it's Spotify or Apple or any streaming podcast platform, and please leave us a message review. We have a five star rating. Please email me. And let me know what you would like to hear in the show. I am very open. I love talking about relationships and sex and fitness and health because I believe that if you want to have the best sex of your life, if you want to have the most intimate relationship with somebody that you need to feel good about yourself. And I'm going to be actually introducing a program very soon uh, for August that is going to help you all feel the best that you can so you have this great, amazing life. So go to wherever you listen to podcasts and please leave us, please rate and review. And also you can find me on YouTube at Jody Harrison Bauer and you can see what me 
and my guest looks like. And my daughter decided to arrive today to join me on the show because she lives here. I'm I'm actually doing the show um, from Miami. And I wish I can show you the beautiful view in the back, but it will ruin. Then you won't be able to see us. So Alyssa, hello. Hi. Hi. Um, I don't know if the mic can pick you up. So let's get moving here. Okay, and sorry, I left you just... some tequila out there. They, they don't let us drink anything or eat okay. anything in this room. Thank you. I'm just running. So, <laughs> I wanted to start with, so I want to tell you about that. I also have been talking about Sakara. Uh, which is um, a plant-based company that brings health and wellness into your life. Uh, I love their metabolism powder. You, you can use my code XOJODY and go to sakara.com. That's S-A-K-A-R-A.com. Use my code XOJODY. Also, um, there is another company that I talk about online on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram or TikTok. And I talk about it often. Also, I have extensions in my hair. My hair length is about up to my shoulders, but it's fine. And um, it started getting finer as I got older. But whether you're my age or you're in your 20s or 30s, you might want more voluminous, thicker hair. You might want to try your hair, let your hair grow. You might have dealt with some other health issues. Um that has stunted your hair growth or skin or wellness, but it's called WellBell. I have them on my show in the spring. They are one, it is a wonderful company. And I now have a code that you can use that you can get 10% off, I believe. So you go to WellBell, that's W-E-L-L-B-E-L.com and use my code Jody 10 That's J-O-D-I-10. So try it out. I'd love to hear from you. And while Alyssa is still, um, I think, hopefully getting, um, doing a shot of tequila this or is a perfect example of our something. Yes, this is a person. I don't know if they could pick you up right now, uh, but this is a perfect example of our relationship because. The traits I got from you. Okay. They, yes. Um, traits that they got. Yeah, that you got from me. Um, so she's doing a shot of tequila. Can I have that? And then we can't have any alcohol in here. So just give that to me really fast. Okay. On video? Yes, we're on video right now. You're going to do that on video? Mm. Because we don't have a glass. So please get this out of here before they come in here and they I yell at me. Too. I live here. All right, come over here. So come sit down. I, I have some wonderful quotes about... This is my my daughter, daughter Alyssa. There she Hi. is. Here she is. Good. This is Alyssa Harrison Mangs, my oldest daughter, who's 33 years old. Yes, I gave birth to her June 13th, 1989. I can't believe it. You look gorgeous. Coming I from work. Yes. Just for my mom. I know. I feel so grateful. Um, all right. I'm gonna take out one of these because I actually don't need them in my ear right now. Um, but I wanted to start out the show because it is a mother-daughter, um, and you know how much I love you. I'm going to start crying. Oh, gosh, don't. Um, she yet. gave me a hard time about being on the show, uh, but I really thought it would be a great way for you all to get to know me. Um, I love this one. A daughter may outgrow your lap. Probably no, never. <laughs> not really. But she will never outgrow your heart. And this one's very interesting. A mother who radiates self-love and self-acceptance actually vaccinates her daughter against low self-esteem. Now, I can't say that I've always radiated 
high self-esteem, especially after your dad and I got divorced. But um, but I don't think I realized that until I was older, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I can speak for Lexi, my younger sister as well, that you kind of always did. It just, you instilled different things upon us as we got older that I don't think you probably would have realized about yourself or found so important if you hadn't gone through what yeah, you Yeah, I mean, through. self-esteem in a son or a daughter, but, you know, I told Alyssa's dad that when we decided to have a family, you have no idea how much I love my children. I know I talked about them a lot on this show and, but to be here and to be able to do this show, you've made me so happy. I um, and I don't want this, I don't it. want this to be a mush fest. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, I didn't think that I was the type to have children and it wasn't because I felt selfish or felt anything. It's just, I wasn't sure if I would be a really good mom. I wasn't sure if I wanted the responsibility. I wasn't sure if that was going to be my thing. And then when I met your dad and he was like, hey, listen, like, I love you. You love me, but I want to have children. I'm like, eh, yeah, I don't really know if the children thing well, is going to work so for me. Young. We were like, young. We were 23. To think I was back to when I was 23. I wasn't thinking about children. Right, right. But we were, my mom made me feel like you were old. I was old. Yeah. So I hurried up. I mean, I fell in love with your father, yeah. no doubt. So once I was in love and I was like, oh, creating something together with somebody you love would be amazing. So had no problem getting pregnant with you on a cruise ship in Bermuda during the height of the hurricane season in August because and we didn't cruise. have any money. And, you and dad would never and, go on a cruise. This And um, yeah, yeah. But you, it wasn't always, it was easy to conceive me, but it wasn't always. Luckily, I, I usually had a pretty easy time conceiving, but we'll get into that. So Alyssa was, was. <laughs> oh, are we starting to talk about what kind of child and infant? So Alyssa was conceived on a cruise ship and. June. So she, Alyssa was originally due um, six, seven, six, seven, eight, nine, which would have been a really, really cool date of birth. But, but given Alyssa, she was late. She was six days late. Now, she and w- it was Mary Kate and Ashley's birthday. So it was a blessing. <laughs> okay. So I have millennial children. I am a baby boomer. Um, right. We were, they were obsessed with Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Why? Were you obsessed with them? Well, full house to start. And, and then, then like, as they grew up, they were just beautiful and like perfect. Like, but you love the fact that they had the same birthday. Oh yeah. Wait, how old are they now? I think two or three years older than Okay. Me. So I, Alyssa was born, her due date was six, seven, eight, nine. I thought that was a really cool date of birth, but Alyssa was six days late. Of course she was late. And she was born on my grandmother's birthday, Ethel. And uh, in Jewish tradition, we name the the ones who have passed away after the new lives that come into. We name the new lives after the ones that, that have passed, passed away. Correct. Yes. Yes. So Alyssa is Alyssa with an E after Ethel. And 
I couldn't be happier that she was born on my grandmother's birthday because you really instill her spirit of like, where's the party? I mean, not so much. Not now. so much anymore, but I'm, I'm old. I'm getting up there. You're but, You're but when I was younger, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So Alyssa was a very independent child. So why don't we start getting into, if you are a parent, you will be able to relate to almost everything that I have to say about Alyssa. And so the biggest challenge was one of the biggest, well, the first nine months of her life, every time I put her on her back, she cried. So this is a very spirited human being and very stubborn. I was nine months pregnant with her sister after having two oh miscarriages We're gonna go. and Alyssa did not want to poop on the potty. We won't get into too, too much of that information, <laughs> but um, eventually she gave in because I gave her mineral oil and orange juice and she ended up going to poop on the potty. But, but we I was have, like four. You were almost four years old. Yeah. Yeah. It was about yeah. Time. So you're, you were very stubborn. It was about time. So do you, re, do you remember that? I do remember. I mean. It's not embarrassing because it's so long ago, but like, I remember I used to like hide. I remember meaning you and dad have told me that I used to go to the bathroom. Like I would hide behind plants in the house, which, and like, is that normal? Well, I had um, a few weeks ago, I had a woman on my show talking about pelvic floor dysfunction. And part of it is like the bearing down part. So wanting privacy, no wanting privacy. That's what it was. So a lot of people know me as, you know, um, I've been called free spirited. Right. I don't know if I would agree with that. Right. I don't really regard myself as a free spirit either. So let's talk a little bit about Alyssa. What kind of mom you were at the very beginning? Because you said you weren't sure. Right. So I wasn't really, thank you for keeping up me on track. You're welcome. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't know. And then I fell in love with her father and then we got married and then we were married for three years. And then I had Alyssa and, you know, being a mom is sincerely has been my biggest purpose in life. I, again, I think that if you're a mom listening to the show right now, being a mom, it changes your life. And that's what I was scared about. Again, why do I call the show fearlessly authentic? I was scared. I was scared of childbirth. I was scared of everything. And being a mom just really gave me this beautiful purpose. But this was, this kid was friggin' challenging. But like you it, also, sorry to go back. You also did. I mean, you were only like, I was 20, you were 28 when you had me, yes. but like leading up to it, you had other yes, you were a buyer, but you had other career, career goals. Oh, like, yeah. Thanks for reminding me you that were, I was a person before that. <laughs> you're welcome. And then when you got pregnant, you stopped at some point, but there was a point where you also were going to go to law school. Right. Oh my goodness. See, I forget all these things. This and then, is why I needed Alyssa on the show. And then like when you used to go and look at your briefcase, so yes. you can talk about that. <laughs> Thank you, Alyssa. <laughs> so before... I had, before I got pregnant, I had a career as a buyer 
And I was very successful. I won all these awards. Um, actually, when I was like seven months pregnant as with you, I was many awards as you can win as like in your mid-20s. Well, I mean, I won quarterly buyer of the year. Yeah. I won buyer of the year. I won assistant buyer of the year. Like I got and promotions and I worked for a big company. It's not, a, it hasn't been around for decades. Well, it was like Macy's. It was a make company. G Fox. Right, right. Yeah. But it was a small, yeah. it was small. So um yeah. And then I remember like the last time I won an award, I was thinking I have this big belly in front of me. Oh my goodness. I'm going to like, Alyssa's up here. A very accepting. large belly. Yes. I gained 45 pounds. And I was under six pounds. Yes. Alyssa, she was six days late and she weighed 515. So yes, I had a career before that, but her dad and I decided that I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. And I'm very grateful for that. But after like nine months of being home with my child, and even though I made friends, we all had babies, blah, 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 something was missing. I needed, I needed to feel, even though I was fulfilled as a mom, I still felt that there was another, there was, there were additional purposes in my life. And back then I didn't have any friends who had that they, we were all stay at home moms. None of us, um, none of us worked. And I had this, um, this desire to do more. And that's when um, and your mom didn't work. My and, mom didn't work. And nanny didn't work. Right. Your other grandmother didn't work. So it was sort of like a traditional thing that we did. And one of the things that I've said to you and Lexi is I didn't want you, I don't want you to ever stop working at this point, you're 33. So you're thinking, yeah, mom, I, I would love to stop working. Well, I used to, I used to but say that, that I, I think it's really, to. really important for women to keep one foot in the door in whatever they're doing. So whether you, it's your side hustle that you grow, um, I think it's really important because I didn't go back to work until after I got divorced, which was at the age of 42. So I stopped working at the age of 28 and didn't get back into the workforce until 42. And yeah, it 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 felt like something was missing. I always felt like I had this additional purpose in the world. I mean, I have friends who have young kids who had great careers. Some of them still, you know, worked consistently through, but the majority of them have taken a break or left. And at this point, they're starting to kind of say, I love being a mom, but their whole identity doesn't necessarily have to be a mom because that'll always be who they are. But whereas getting, mine was right, that was that was my main purpose. But then they feel the guilt of trying to go back to work, too. So but you wanted me to just grow old after your dad and I got divorced. You just wanted me to grow old in a rocking chair with cats all over me. And I don't even like cats. I mean, that that's, that's your own image of what I thought. <laughs> I just, I mean, are we going to skip forward to like, well, we have to take, school? we have to take a quick break and then we're going to get into all of the things that you did that drove me crazy. Okay. So um, I think that we are going to take a break right now and then we are going to come back with my beautiful and smart daughter and my firstborn, Alyssa Harrison Mangs. We will be back in a few minutes. Don't go away. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, Following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code podcast to get 25% off. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at JodyHarrisonBauer.com. That's info at JodyHarrisonBauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fearlessly Authentic. I'm Jody Harrison Bauer here with my beautiful daughter, my oldest daughter, Alyssa Harrison Mangs. And I'm so happy that she's here with me. Say hi. Hi. And we're in Miami. <laughs> and we're, we Very are in grateful Miami. She's visiting me yes. during the brutal summer. Yes. No, I, I actually think the weather's beautiful. Well, it's been very hot up north, so it's like kind of similar. Yeah, totally. Okay. So when we took the break, we were talking about the fact that after um, her dad and I got divorced, Alyssa was like, she was very rebellious. Like she didn't listen to anything that I told her to do. And one of the things she said, because I dated, but I dated when they were visiting their dad. I didn't date. We didn't when, meet them. No, no. You didn't meet anybody until they became a significant human to me. Um, I was but, nosy. But remember, I had sex with one person one time 
before I met your dad. So like I had some making up to do. You didn't need I'm, to know that time, but like right I mean, now I, you're fine. You know yeah, the story. Yeah, it's insane. Right, right. Whatever. It's not insane. You don't know how many people I had sex with. But you No, were, I'm saying before. Right, crazy, crazy, crazy. So you basically were like, I just need you to be in a rocking chair and no, like grow old and be alone. Not a rocking chair. It was, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, just a and chair. And not cats and not- <laughs> You said cats. No, here's what it is, is that- the divorce was difficult on me. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's fine. I mean, Lexi and I are better people and so are you and dad because of it. And we did have a fortunate situation compared to, you know, others. But um, you started trying to find yourself again. And I didn't know what that meant. I mean, at the time you guys got divorced, I was 12, 13. It was like, right after your Bob mentioned. Yeah. So then the first thing I remember is, I went to sleepaway camp and it was visiting day. Oh yeah. And, yeah. And my mom and dad both showed up, but my mom was wearing, I'll never forget, you were wearing a white tank top with skinny straps. I remember and that. you and you actually had boobs. Yeah. And you weren't wearing a bra because you didn't need to because you just had a boob job. But you just nobody told me. Like, I don't know how you would really tell a 13 or 14 year old girl that but you just showed up mm. and I remember my friend Stephanie was like she saw you walking up the hill and she was like why does Jody have boobs and I was like what do you mean and I lost my shit I remember um because they were they were out there um and they weren't even big no they weren't but you but they had, were bigger yeah and it wasn't as yeah, I didn't look like your mom put it this way what year was that? That was like 2002 or something? 2003. Okay. It's not like, A, I was young. B, it's not like plastic surgery was something that was widely talked about as like something that was like no big deal. So it was a bigger deal versus like if it were to happen now. Right. Um. So that was one thing. And I was like, and obviously all of my guy friends were like, oh, look at your mom's boobs. And I was like, oh, come on. Wait. Can we talk about when I used to come pick you up? Yeah. Okay. So my mom is obviously beautiful, but, you know, she started finding herself dressing a little bit, maybe sexier and not, not in anything inappropriate, but just, you know, she wasn't like a frumpy mom, which I never wanted and never wished you were. It was just, it got to a point where I was like, oh, sick. My mom's hot. And I love that. But when <laughs> no, I, but no. when I was when you younger, were 15, you did not correct. love it. So my you hair, I was come. growing my hair longer. I had my boobs out there, even though they were just C's. Um, you would come and pick me up from school before I got my license, my convertible. And there was always like a line, like a line, whatever. Right, right. And every time, like you would hang out on the lawn waiting for your parents to pick you up. Yes. Okay. And every time you would come up, all my guy friends would come and they would be like sitting on the lawn. They'd be like, Jody's coming, Jody's coming. And this is when like the song Stacy's mom came out. Oh, right, right. So I forget who sings. I want to say like Blink-182, but I don't remember. It's not, I, don't it's, think it I don't think it is. But so that quickly got changed <laughs> to Liz's mom. Um, and I mean, once I, I was, I, yeah, go ahead. Once I was like a senior in high school, I was like, it wasn't you a didn't big care. Why? Because you were hot then. Probably. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe, or I just like came to terms with it and like realized I, I was remember just when being... Sean, I gave Sean a piece of gum and he's like, oh, I just got this piece of gum from Jody. No, but <laughs> shout out Sean Rose. Um, so wait, wait, but let me just say, I remember this vividly. You go, mom, do not get out of your car. Stay in the car. Do not well, get you, out of the car. No, you never got. Why would you get out of the car? You just said I was hanging out in the lawn. No, I was with oh, my friends waiting okay. for the cars to come up. It was that like the the junior school and the upper school. You were like in seventh or eighth grade. Eighth. Would would hang out and and get picked up on one side of the school because I went to a school that was pre K through twelve, and then I used to ask you or yell at you to come pick me up where like the babies got picked up so that I didn't have to like have this whole show every day on the lawn when my mom came to pick me up. Right. And mind you, you weren't doing anything. You were just picking me up. Thank you. But Thank you. But I was, I was like a pubescent kid. Right. And, I, and by the way, I would have gotten bigger boobs, but one of the reasons I didn't get bigger boobs even then was because you and Lexi didn't have them yet. So in 2008, I went back and got bigger ones. Just FYI, it could have gone bigger, but I didn't because of you. Mm, yeah, okay. Anyway, okay. So moving on. Yes. But but you weren't embarrassed of me. You were just, I made you feel uncomfortable. And I'm sorry. Because, no, I was, but just I was like, like oh, you know what? You know what's weird? I just want to say this. And this is screaming or is that? Well, my ears are a little plugged <laughs> up right now. So I don't know. I talk loud do too. I, seem, I get it from you. Do I seem old to you? Do I seem no. old to you? Do I seem old no. to you? No, we're like, best but you get aggravated. Like when I can't do certain things, like I said, how do I figure out how to find my phone? I mean, mom, like you're so like in with like modern day stuff, like for example, TikTok that like I'm not even on, um, but like you can't do like I can swear on this, right? Yes, you can say anything you want. You just, you can't do like basic shit. And I, it's just, I mean, Lexi gets in order to too, but anyway, so. So let's talk about. Well, no, we're, we're going. So high school, that was like 15. Then I got my license and mind you, I'm just going to put it out there as difficult as I was. I was a good kid. I never got in like big trouble. I wasn't like getting in trouble with the law or anything. Oh God, no. But you were doing things that I didn't find out until after like you graduated from college. That's very normal. Like you used to go to Dunkin' Donuts and put vodka in your Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. It wasn't vodka, actually. (laughs) It was great. Shout out to the Neans. It was, we would go one of like when we had the first our second period free. And we would go to the Dunkin' Donuts down the street. We'd get our iced coffee. You know, all the guys at Voice America are listening to this and they're all probably your age or around the same age. I don't know if everyone did this, but I don't think so. But there was this uh, liquor called C-Clone. It was C-I-C-L-O-N-E. And yeah, we found out later in college, once it got discontinued, that it was rum and tequila. That's disgusting. Vile. Vile. So we used to put that in our iced coffees and get bacon, egg and cheeses and then go back to school and, and be, and we were drunk. This was senior year, mainly 
we were all already in college. Right. You had gotten into college. So let's wait, let's go back. Let's just go back. Cause I want to talk about a few things. The things so, that kids these like days you, don't deal with. The things that kids these days don't understand the TikTokers. What generation is that? You're Gen saying? Z. Gen Z. Okay. So anyway, so Alyssa gets her license and she go she she goes to a private school okay i'm just gonna throw it out there so there are kids from all different towns so it's not like she's just hanging out with kids in our town she says she's going to her friend's house go well, ahead tell also the story. like once we got our license the way it worked out of safety really was that if there was a party at one of our friend's houses the majority of the people would sleep over right because we all lived in different towns so right. like the parents didn't want us driving Right. So Lexi was studying for her bar mitzvah. <laughs> so she was 12. And so you were 16. So you had your license. So you did not come to Friday night services. What do you because mean? For, for Lexi's bar mitzvah? No, no, no. Uh, she was studying because, you know, you had oh, to go to Friday um, night yeah, services. I, I did so that. you stopped going. I paid my dues. And then you said you were staying over so-and-so's house. I called you. You didn't answer. Oh, I, know I called and called and called. And then you called me and I said, so, go yeah, ahead. I'm going to go back because this was, yes, we did have a, I did have a cell phone, but every single household still had landlines and very much only use landlines when they were home. So I said I was going to so-and-so's house and I think I told you where I was going, but the whole point is I wanted a sleepover. I was kind of seeing that boy. And who was, who was that, Dan? Josh. Oh, Josh. Shout out to Josh. I won't say his last name. Go. Yeah. Like yeah, he has a, yeah. a wife and a baby, but like yeah. he would laugh at this. Yeah, if he heard he would. It. Um, anyway, so yeah, I was there and this, a friend of mine was like, no, no, if you use my cell phone, it comes up as a landline because cell phones would come up saying like, New Haven, Connecticut, it would say the county you're from and your home would say your parents' names. So I was like, oh, okay. So I called my mom and I'm like, hi, I'm at Josh's house. Just wanted to let you know I'm here, blah, 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 love you. And she was like, no, you're wait, not. Wait, wait, you left a message or something. Right, oh no, I was on the phone with you. Yeah, you were I in the car schlepping around trying to find you. Sorry, I'm Why yelling. are you trying to find me? Because I, I was worried because I we had, I had been calling you. So then I told her, she was, she figured out that I wasn't, that you were lying to me. That I was lying because I think I said I was sleeping at a girl's house or something. And I'm so pissed. And she was that. like, get your get your ass home. And I was like, but I've been drinking. And she was like, I don't care. Get your ass home because I don't think you really thought I was like drinking. No, but what I said to you, nice try, Alyssa. You, you're calling from a cell phone. You go, no, I'm not. I'm calling from a landline. I go, bullshit. You're not. Yeah. And like you hung up on me a million times. Yeah, I mean, looking back at all the things that I thought were so like slick and sly and like that you guys believed me, like some of the shit that you did believe me about, like, I don't know how you believed me because like- Because we wanted to, I can't speak for your father because we wanted to believe. So I, so that night, so she stayed over where no, she I was. No, I did and I came home. You did come home? Mm -hmm. Okay, you were bullshit with me. Bullshit. I come into your room. I'll never forget this. And this is like the first time I stood in my truth. Or and was I stood it, there. Or no, was no, it no. my sophomore year of high school when I went to prom and got taken home? No, that's the... another story. That's another story. So I stood in your doorway and you, you said to me, you know, all my, 
I guess I'm, I'm getting very emotional <laughs> here. I said, you said, you know, all my friends thought you were really cool, but now nobody thinks you're cool anymore. Like, is because that you what happened you? Because you made me call from a landline. And so I'm like, I don't care. Like, like the last thing I care why? about is that your friends think I'm cool. I'm good. I don't want them to think that, that right, I'm like, cool. Why would you care? Because no, I I'm think, saying, why would you right, care that my friends thought? Well, because that- I think uh, going back to the original conversation, self-esteem, self-confidence is that when you are a parent who doesn't have that self-confidence and self-esteem, you actually do care about what the fuck your kids are saying to you. Like, I didn't give a shit. I had already just gone through a divorce. I was a single mom. Like, I did not give a shit that your friends thought I was cool or not anymore. Like, remember when that kid, shout out again to Sean, threw you, you were like drunk and you were like doing body slams and he's six and a half feet tall. And I walked up to him and what did I say to him? Okay, so hold on. I'm just going to like rewind for a second because this person that my mom is referring to. We like him. Yes. He's He's been one of my best friends in sixth grade. Because I'm so tiny, I am very tiny. Um, I'm 4'11". 411 and we're like, pushing it and at 85 and, pounds, 83 pounds. And, anyway, and I'm no giant. I'm five feet, but I'm 110. You're built like a normal person. Anyway. So my, my guy friends like would just like throw me and toss me and whatever. And so it was a body slam. Don't get it like twisted. That it was like, <laughs> but I, I like, for whatever reason, because he was so close with my family, I was like, Oh mom, Sean, Sean body slam me. My back hurt. Your back hurt. Like he did it really. <laughs> anyway, so no. But what you, did I do? Didn't you tell him? What did you tell him? I went up to him and like literally, I'm five feet tall. He's six feet tall. He's six four. And I went up to him and I'm like, "Look, don't you ever body slam my daughter ever again, or I will come after you." He was like, "Okay, Jody." <laughs> um, no, but. Yeah. So my mom, I mean, we've always had like, she was always my mom first, obviously, and like acted like a mom. But as we got older, like we became also friends with the appropriate boundaries. Um, Now I don't really know what the boundaries are. There really aren't very many. No, but I I don't know. um, But that's just because I'm old. No, no, no. I think, you know, what's lovely about having grown children is if you do raise them with discipline, which which Alyssa fought a lot and boundaries, which I believe, you know, I know for a fact, everybody who has children or an animal or any, I'm not comparing you guys to animals, but like they all need discipline. So, you know, and that was something Alyssa fought. So when Alyssa would come home later than her curfew, I I would take a curfew. You did. You would come home. I would take your keys away. How many times did I take your keys away? That was usually probably for like a bad grade or the only time I would come home late was like when Liv and I were. Yeah. Forgot the garage code. Right. And threw up on the front lawn. Right. And then, um, so Alyssa came home one day and your hands smelled really bad. And I accused you of smoking cigarettes. She was always really tiny. I told her that smoking stunted her growth. And she said she didn't care, but the cigarettes didn't belong to her. They belonged to her best friend. No, they belonged to like Sean, Dan, Evan. Liv. 
No, I never, I never you threw Liv under the bus. You did not. You started smelling Liv's hands yes. every time she would come over. Right. So, so I'm not a maniac. I'm just a mom. And I think this is what people don't know about me, that I'm not this chill. Like I raised my no. girls with she a lot put, of discipline and a lot of boundaries. She put a lot of bars of soap in my mouth as a child. That was a thing. It was a thing. Some kids got like the foamy flavored <laughs> soap. I got like a dove bar of soap. <laughs> I will say that some kids, well, got got like fun soap in their mouth. Sorry, that's such a fucked up thing. Why? Get... Why did parents think like when we put soap in your? Anyway. I don't know. I didn't do that a lot. You were just you spent literally most of your life in timeout. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So. The cigarettes, you denied it. I called your best friend's mom because you did you say Debbie? that. Uh-huh. And I had the conversation right in front of you. And Debbie, I don't know if she knew if Liv smoked cigarettes or not, but that was one thing. And then- Deb, you probably did, right? Right. And then the sex. Whoa. So I thought- Did you think I was like a perfect virgin until like the age that you were? Well, I didn't know- <laughs> that you, I thought Tyler, Tyler, the man you're married to was the first time you ever had sex with anybody. And I, unfortunately, and I, does he know that? What? That he wasn't the first person. Yes, he knows okay. that. Um, I was, I was, I think that was your own impression because I never, like we sat down in Starbucks. Remember, I'll never forget. And I said, are you using, are you using protection? And you're like, I probably like tried to brush off. You did. You're like, I don't want to talk about this, but it's it's yeah. important to talk to your daughter and your son about that. No, definitely. I mean, we were always, you were always very open about having like real conversations with us about things that were important. So, I mean, both- Was of I us, a strict mother? I think we were pretty good kids, but yeah, I mean, like- Listen, education was like a very, very, as it should be, a very, very, very important thing in our family. And I would have rather just talking, talking, talking and hanging out with my friends than being able to sit still in a classroom. So my parents had a really difficult time with coming to terms with like that's that I wasn't like they were and they were like no no not like that you were but I I made it more difficult and I do I have said to both my parents now I don't think about life as like what do I regret but if there's one thing not really regret but more so like just I can't understand is like the amount of effort it took to just not do my work and to come up with excuses like I should have just done my work, but that's the one thing that you guys used to always say to me. And like, I think maybe after college, I was like, what the hell was I doing? But again, I was still like, I was not a bad kid. I was, but I made it difficult. Yes. Yes. Like summer reading. Oh, forget it. Forget it. You never did your summer reading. No, and I knew the threats were a joke. If you didn't do at least two of your summer reading books before camp, you weren't going to go. And I always went and I never did my summer reading. So if you had to, I mean, 
if I had to summarize what it was like raising you, first of all, as a mom, you were always with, you are always a mom. I said that at the beginning of the show, am I raising my daughter anymore? No, but let me tell you something. When she gets a cold, when anything happens, I'm the first person she calls. I call you like 15 times a day. Right. Like she usually calls me during the show, literally. And I'm like, Alyssa, do you remember? I've been doing this show for two years. Do you yeah, remember? I'm, not, I'm, I'm just doing really it. thinking about and I need to ask you something. doing the show. So anyway, um, if you had to summarize me as a mom, what would you say? I'm putting you on the spot here. No, I know. Because it, it depends on the age. Like when I was like in my young teen, tween, teen age years, mm-hmm. I mean, you were strict, like both you and dad, I, both of you, I would never say were parents that were like easy going and lax, like by no means, like it was follow the rules or you're punished or something gets taken away or, and then as I got older, it was a matter of whether or not you wanted to continue with the fight of allowing that to happen, like my car keys or whatever else. But right. But there were, it was like, it's like law, it was follow the rules law in your- and order. It's like, you listen to your teachers. If you've got an issue with that, you respect your elders. And, but we still wanted you to be you. Like the fact that you wore, yeah. like when I took you to the mall and you wore your, like your my bell costume. costume, right. Or you dress like Minnie Mouse or, or you I, wanted, you went through your goth stage. My where, goth? No. Yes, Alyssa, where you were tweezing your eyebrows Mom, that off. Was, that was like, and, that was any girl that's around my age. I'm 33. will know that in middle school, <laughs> That was a thing. That was how bushy eyebrows came back. No eyebrows were a thing and everybody tweezed them. And now all the millennials, or at least my friends, we talk about how like we wish our eyebrows, there are still parts of my eyebrows that like won't grow back because of that. Right. Um, that was, did not- you, did you feel like we only have like three minutes left? Do you, did you feel like well, I um, shoved health and wellness down your throat? Or no, do you think- we always had the best pantry. We always had every snack food, um, but we did learn about it. So as I grew up, like I knew how to be healthy. I knew what it took to keep your body. I knew about gut health at an age when no one was talking about it. Um, We were very knowledgeable about that. But if we do only have a few minutes. Remember when I made um, spaghetti and meatballs, but I did tofu? You were a terrible cook. But but if we only have a few minutes left, I have some questions. Okay, no, okay. I know. So again, you shouldn't have been late. Go. Okay. Um, What is the hard, what was the hardest thing or what is the hardest thing about being a mom and what is the best thing? The hardest thing about being a mom is worrying all the time. And the best thing about mom being a mom is having these amazing humans to love for the rest of my life. Okay. I'm shifting it. Not about kids, really. Okay. I would say what, what's your way of showing up for yourself every single day? Ooh, that's a really good question. Showing up for myself every day. Or like <sighs> if you're feeling down or unmotivated, what tools do you use to get yourself out okay, of this? Let's slump? answer that first question. Okay. So it's pro- making sure that I keep the promises to myself. That's part, that's part of my discipline. Yes. Okay. And um, let's see, I'm trying to think now. 
We have 30 seconds uh, left. Okay. Do I'm you... going to tell you something. Forget the questions right now. Oh, damn it. I, I know. Some I know. Questions. See, you want to come back to the show now, right? Yeah, I'm a natural. Yes. See, I told you. Okay. So I just want to tell you that I have always loved being your mommy and you are my firstborn and you were a, the biggest pain in the ass in the world, but I love Sarah, you to death. And I love, I love you too, mom. How close we are. You, yeah. You know, you're like my best friend. And I'm so. always here for you. And I love you. I love you. And, and I'm proud of you. That is our show. Well, thank you. I'm proud of you too. Um, we have to go. This is the end of Fearlessly Authentic. What did we even talk about? We talked about <laughs> a lot of stuff. Um, thank you for joining us today on Fearlessly Authentic with my guest, Alyssa Harrison Mangs. I did not get to ask you the question I always ask because we've run out of time. I was going to ask you that question. Well, you'll have to come back on the show again. Okay. Um, thank you for joining us today. And I will see you next week. Fearlessly Authentic. Check me out on Instagram and TikTok at Jody Harrison Bauer. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you.